0: in another world our galaxy is in a state of crisis
1: captain quark the galactic rangers are looking for a new recruit a man with a dream actually i'm a lombax fine a lombax with a dream we
0: want you yeah if you have heart then you have what it takes you don't have what it takes Wait. next will
2: discover a beautiful friendship. Ah! Maybe not beautiful, but definitely attractive, like a seven.
1: My name's Ratchet. I'll just call you Clank.
2: Now, on the dark side of the universe. In two days time, the galactic rangers will be destroyed. Stanley, are you texting? Mommy. Dialing, mother. <laughs> Hello? An unstoppable evil.
0: My brilliant creation.
2: Uh, Most of the time. (laughs) Burn. We'll give them the chance. An attack is coming. I must warn the rangers. I can totally help.
0: To be heroes. No, no legends. Wait, even better.
1: Does anyone else feel like we should have shot something by now? Thank you. Welcome everyone to Cinemarcade. this is the podcast about movies, video games, and the bolts and nuts that fly when those two worlds collide. Uh, My name is Solitary Bill Steve Guntley. Who is joining me today? Whoever wants to talk, uh, we, my I stomach guess we haven't established a
2: pecking order yet. Yeah, I mean we have. It's always me last, <laughs> but you know what? I'm breaking it. It's oh Justin. shit! <laughs> my stomach made noises first, so I felt morally obligated to step in.
1: Well, that's the third co-host. Yeah, no,
2: that's that's the next one
1: or the fourth co. Excuse me, because <laughs> we have. I can count. I'm doing well. I'm doing great. <laughs> Who else is with us today?
0: I am J Ban. Uh, I am a tiny robot backpack.
1: Oh yes, yes, and uh, I'm really happy about that change (laughs) for you. Yeah, yeah, it's a really nice, uh, really nice evolution. Uh, Today, you know, we are we are only seven episodes, eight episodes into our show so far, and already we've reached the point where the show is going to eat itself (laughs) because today we are a podcast that's talking about a game that's talking about a movie that's talking about a game. Uh, That's because we're talking about Ratchet and Clank, not only the video game that you might know, but the 2016 feature film that you don't know because nobody saw that movie. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'm excited to be talking about it. You know, snark aside, um, I'm a big fan of Ratchet and Clank and have been for decades uh, because I'm very old. And uh, it's really exciting to talk about it because this game, I'm going to spoil this already, this game fucking rules. Uh, (laughs) I love it so much. And the movie also exists, and I'm excited to talk about that too.
0: (laughs) It exists.
1: It definitely exists. Um, Yeah, I mean, we have kind of a weird backwards nature to this episode, so I'm, I'm... well, well, let's talk a little bit about the original game, because I think that's the yeah. place to start. This is a game based on a movie, based on a game, uh, which is a very complicated way to approach this topic. It's
2: also a really interesting way to reboot a series, because Ratchet & Clank started in the early 2000s, and then it—I uh, don't even know if it necessarily petered off, because I feel like there was one that came out in, like, 2012. Yeah, no, it's,
1: it's been going um, strong. No,
2: there's a PS5 one, yeah. Yeah, and then they just were like, hey— what if we made a movie based on the first game, but based loosely on that first game? Right. Uh, the entire plot is different. Uh, well, the the main bad guy's goal, uh, Chairman Drex, is the same. Right. But everything between then and there is different. Uh, so,
0: in the original game, did they blow up planets? It's kind of, yeah, it's the same thing. Yes. They're they're
1: like harvesting resources from different planets to use for nefarious schemes. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's kind of that.
0: Was it mass murder? Because
1: yes. they were yeah. real. They were like. But it's like cartoony mass murder.
0: Cart- yeah.
2: This I will also say that I believe this is the game that taught me the word bimbo. <laughs> what? Because it was either the first one or the second one. Where you go – there's like an advertisement for one of the planets, and it's like a, uh, like a destined, vacation destination one or something to that effect. It's been a, a minute. But they, they talk about it having bucks and bimbos. And I remember asking <laughs> my dad, who – very quiet, stoic man – Very loudly in the living room with my sister, too, who is older than me. What a bimbo was. And uh, that question didn't get answered.
1: Well, did he get like a look on his face or did he start to laugh or? or... He
2: acted like it never happened. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the first time I asked a question like that. And he was like, oh, no. I mean, have you since learned? Oh, yes. I, I, I learned not long afterwards because it's like once you learn a word. When, you're going to start hearing it everywhere Yeah. yeah. W- once you're aware of a word And you don't know the meaning of it If you hear it again you chase it At oh, least yeah. I did um, I was a nerd who read a shit ton of books And so I was like context clues How do I figure this out And eventually I heard it in like a TV show Or a movie or something and I was like Ah there it is Okay, <laughs> And now I can assume what buxom Means as well It means robotic It yes. means a robotic woman Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, so the, the original Ratchet and Clank game, it was developed by a studio called Insomniac. Uh, for those who don't know them, they first made a splash in the PS1 era with the Spyro the Dragon games. Hell which are yeah, they
0: did. Delightful, yeah.
1: Oh,
2: it's um, so th- still a
1: lot of fun. There's a pretty great uh, recent That reboot. banker,
2: I fucking hate that dude.
1: Oh, the guy, the money bag? Money bags, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that guy sucks.
2: Oh, um, but such a th- jerk.
1: But those games were a big hit, and uh, so they were kind of acquired by Sony to be one of their subsidiary studios alongside Naughty Dog, who was responsible for the Crash Bandicoot games, and And now
2: they're doing Last of Us and Uncharted. This may have been... Like, now this is happening every day. Uh, Currently, Microsoft is trying to buy Activision Blizzard, and it's just going back and forth. It's pretty much... It's a done deal. They're just waiting on regulatory boards to approve it. Wow. Um, So this, this happens... Almost every three months we hear about a studio being acquired by Microsoft or Sony, but this was not, I mean, I was young, so I wasn't super in the know, yeah. but this was not normal. This was a thing where you were like, oh, that's interesting. Sony's yeah. building like a, a studio. because I you mean, they've got have, a stable, yeah. yeah. They, they would have like a game studio. Um, And then usually just like one. Yeah. But uh, and Microsoft started doing the same thing with acquiring Bungie. Actually, they, they didn't even acquire Bungie; they just partnered with Bungie,
1: right? And um, then eventually just kind of folded them in. Yeah, it, it's a whole complicated thing. But I mean, yeah, they they were I think they they were and still are one of their preeminent like subsidiary studios. They put them on yeah. all the major games. Like Insomniac is now working on the Spider-Man games, like the yes. twenty eighteen, and and, uh, I uh, and they're played phenomenal. Them,
2: but I've heard they are damn good. Oh no, they're exceptional. And what I games. have played is Uncharted one and The Last of Us one. Yeah, and those were both naughty. Dog, games yeah. too from Body yeah. Dog. And uh I haven't played two or the other Uncharteds, but there's a reason why they made more because they were good games. They're fantastic. Um, I mean uh and also prominently uh important because while some of them do have multiplayer features. They are entirely intended to be single player games, which I'm players yeah. are side thoughts of the experience. Exactly. Yes, yeah. th- these are games where they intend you to sit down and put 15 to 20 hours into playing the game on your own, just invested in this world that they've created.
1: Absolutely. And they're these immersive, very cinematic games, you know, and. So to kind of put this in context for the time, the original game for Ratchet & Clank came out on PS2 in 2002, and I always find this a very fascinating time because studios are trying to figure out who video games are for anymore you know because traditionally these were thought of as like kids games they were marketed to kids and that's why we had so many mario style mascots that kind of represented the brand you know sega had their sonic the hedgehog and things like that and then every company was just trying to do the sonic and mario thing for a while and then we get to the ps2 era and there are a bunch of studios who are trying to do the same thing. They're trying to do the next great like mascot game. This is going to be the new flagship character that represents the entire brand. And none of them quite connected because they're they're not sure if they're supposed to be making these for kids or if they're supposed to be kind of edgier like uh, uh like more grown-up sort of mascot characters so we got characters like uh, voodoo vince who is like a voodoo doll who you could like stabbed himself to do damage to his enemies or things like whiplash where you're playing a weasel that has a rat or like a rabbit strapped to you via chain and you're trying to escape an animal testing lab and it's you know so it's these things that are kind of edgy and just not really hitting the mark but I think Ratchet & Clank kind of strode that line pretty well because it's it's giving you a bunch of weapons and a bunch of exploration and a bunch of combat that's a little more challenging than just like a simple like walk-along, hop-and-bop sort of game. But it is very cartoony in its execution, and it's made in a way that I think it could appeal to gamers of all ages. And I think and that was
2: smart. I think that the game was rated T... But I do not believe language or blood. I think it was just like mild. It was like because yeah, of the guns. It was a yeah. soft tea. And, and I mean, so, these are
1: very silly guns, but they are still guns. And so this,
2: yeah, this was an era where uh, I was young. I was, I think, the perfect age for these games um, because I was seven when this came out. Okay, um, seven, eight, and so uh, this was an era where parents were reading the ESRB ratings for everything. And using that to determine if this was a game that was okay for their kids. And uh, my mom was fine with it being violent, just as long as it wasn't gory, there wasn't, you know, sex or drug references, and the language was pretty clean. Yeah. Um, Actually, at this point, the language had to be very clean, which is why I got to play this game, because I don't think they swear in the entire game. Well, they said bimbo. They did say bimbo. (laughs) And they said buxom. But... That didn't get counted. (laughs) That wasn't in the thing. It doesn't say that. Sneaks through Um, the blood cracks there. And at this point, I don't even, we might have had like 56K dial up. Okay. Um, But that's a stretch. We were late on all of this. And so, uh, because I think I probably didn't get. Ratchet and Clank until 2003, 2004. Okay. Um, well, I mean,
1: and they, you know, this game was a success pretty much right out the gate, so we yeah. did start getting annual releases for a while, you know? Like, there and, was a time where we were getting a Ratchet
2: a year. And this, this to me, is... And again, it might just be because of my age. This was kind of like the golden age for me, because sure. there was a lot of single-player games that came out during this period, and most of them were pretty good... Um, you had ratchet and Clank, you had, I think crash bandicoot, uh. Wrath of Cortex was coming out. Yeah, around I think this that was time. the yeah that was the PS that was the um, n- the
1: the non Naughty Dog kind of spin off that they did. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Crash Nitro Kart was also around
1: this time. <laughs> oh yeah, well, the, and, uh, and and, and Mario Naughty Dog Naughty Dog was actually doing the game Jack and Daxter right around oh, this exact same time, Jack and which is also it's kind of Jack two and three were I love like it's kind of the same game as Ratchet and Clank in a lot of
2: ways, except just without the guns. But like you know, it's the um, same kind of deal. But I mean. This Jack Jack and Daxter didn't have guns. No, Jack two and three did, and they started to swear in those games. One of those is like M rated. Uh, Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah, they get really dark. But
2: so there, there was, and it was an era where a game wasn't a. Double, triple figure, million dollar investment to make. Yeah. Nowadays, the the AAA games that are getting made are multi million dollar endeavors. Oh yeah, they're almost as much still as movies. Day yeah, where a team of fifteen people could make a video game, as opposed to a team of eighty two people at like minimum. Yeah. Um, and so, and that's like nowadays, there's a lot of smaller studios. Uh, I, I refer to them as like the A studios, and I that's where the good games are right now. Yeah. But back in the day, these were the AAA games, and they, these were the ones that are like, they're small enough that it hasn't been corporatized yet. Right. You don't have a ton of investor pressure. You have a bunch of creatives in one room making something creative that they have they're passionate about they want to enjoy yeah um and you it showed in so many different games um there was a lot of good stuff that happened this is when halo came out a few years later um this is what established video games as like an art form for so many people to enjoy
1: absolutely i mean yeah like first
2: call of duty came out around this time yeah 2002 2003 i think
1: yeah it was right around Um, there and i mean those were huge i mean this game was a pretty substantial success it led to a very long running series and so you know it was such a big hit critically and commercially and that uh, there's 16 entire game or 16 games to date in the entire series which is quite a lot and the success of these games naturally lent themselves to a feature film adaptation, <laughs> which I think leads us to talking about Ratchet and Clank. Yes. Uh, this was released on April 29th, 2016. Is directed by Kevin Munro, written by Monroe, T.J. Fix- uh, Fixman, and Jerry Swallow. And it stars James Arnold Taylor, David Kaye, Jim Ward, Paul Giamatti, John Goodman, Bella Thorne, Rosario Dawson, and bizarrely... Sylvester Stallone in, a, <laughs> I, in I think he
0: has I can't tell if he has m-
1: as many lines in this as he does as King Shark in uh, the Suicide Squad or uh, I think he has the less. murder
0: bot he plays has a lot of lines actually okay. like he's definitely I th- a lot of them might have been repeated but they definitely you, you could tell that Stallone was in the movie
2: it, in that that was the fun thing for this movie was right off the bat uh, there's like a, a minute or two of just clank doing of ratchet doing ratchet things. Yeah, um, ratcheting about. Yeah, ratcheting about. Uh, he's he always he's like the bumbling uh, hero of like he gets it. He's the he's what every D and D party ends up being. Okay, of like he saved the day, but nobody expected it to work. <laughs> they looked at it, and which went, you are a bit of a bit of a fuck up. Right? I will say I like <laughs> um, this. F-
1: fix of his character in this game because the big complaint when the first Ratchet and Clanking come out came out is that Ratchet is not very likable. Like in the first game he's kind of abrasive, he's very sarcastic, and he's just sort of like an extreme sports dude. And this one it's like they make him kind of like a charming loser. You, you know mean
2: the the hoverboard section.
0: They, exactly. What he is is he's a, a sp- He's a space boy with a robot. Yeah. it's a very um, space boy with a robot. Anakin or Luke Skywalker. It, it's, it's definitely a space boy with a robot.
1: Yeah, it's a classic archetype, and I think he he suits it well. I mean, I don't really have a fun backstory about the making of this game. Like as much as you were talking about like the original being a product of like creative minds working passionately, I think this game was more of a or this movie was more of a a decision by committee it's like how is that uh, Ratchet and Clank selling pretty good let's make a movie Uh, oh not that great okay let's limit the budget to only 20 million for an animated film which is pretty light Um, and even with that light 20 million dollar budget this one only made 14 million in theaters it kind of dropped in the middle of April nobody noticed it and it just didn't really make any kind of dent whatsoever so a lot of the time, if you tell people, even people who like Ratchet and Clank don't really know this movie exists or that it was in theaters.
2: Yeah. Uh, and but ultimately, though, I it's there's surprisingly good stuff in a movie that I think is a little on the weak side. I
0: will oh, say I man. I, you know, I oh. disagree. Did I, you like this? I, one no, I disliked this movie so much. OK, like the characters are charming but it's just so everything is forgettable it's like i feel like this was written by ai before ai was a thing um it, it's just like everything like okay talk about the positives i like the animation yeah uh, i thought it was charming um the character design is very charming. I love me a tiny robot that looks like um, something out of Iron Giant, like a miniature Iron Giant. <laughs>
1: and he talks like a butler.
0: And he talks like a butler. <laughs> uh, he's got the, the cute little like claw hand thing oh, going I love, on. Love a claw. Um, hand. Like there is some really cute character design. Uh, I kind uh, Captain Quark is an interesting antagonist. He's really um, fun. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I just that. There's just so much of the movie that is like a forgettable Saturday morning cartoon series. Um, I'm with you.
2: I, yeah, I I think to me the strongest parts are mostly uh, like the nostalgia stuff of like, oh yeah, is that and like John Goodman shows up immediately and I'm like, oh hey, you're in this. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, you're right. The the writing is definitely the weakest part. Well, in this it
0: movie. opens with genocide <laughs> like it's a hard that's a hard like, needle
2: to thread yeah I, when I
0: was watching the movie i was like they didn't and like later on they talk about them evacuating the planet but there's no like giant ship armada that has people but, but like the initial planets they're just like whoops everyone's dead yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like it's very jarring to be entering into this kids world where everyone's dead it, like it's
1: it, they, it's like kind of Alderon rules yeah. like where you don't really want to think about it too much because you realize millions of people are dying
2: I mean also death Star rules how many people were on that death star yeah that's, that's true were a lot yeah. of people on that death star right? yeah were. but
0: those, those those they were collaborators. They're the Nazis. Right. yeah on, but, Nazis. but
2: and I, I think that that's what lends to to this is that so the the entire like Ranger plot doesn't exist in the original game. The yeah. rangers don't actually become... I don't even think they're really referenced until the third game. Not really. Um, like,
1: C- Captain Quark is sort of the only one, yeah. and they, they sort of round it out with a couple of other characters. That's kind of the central driving plot of this one, is that Ratchet wants to leave this isolated planet where he's working as a mechanic. He's an alien called a Lombax. He's the only one of his species, and he wants to kind of get out and explore the universe. And he wants to do that by joining this team of heroes called the Galactic Rangers, And on his way to the trials, he encounters a uh, malfunctioning war bot or like a uh, he was he was incorrectly assembled. Like he's supposed to be this hulking like killer. And in fact, he's like a two foot tall little friendly robot. Oh, there's some dog freaking out outside. Yeah, they can't hear us. Um, You know, (laughs) so that, yeah, he teams up with Clank and they go off and uh, try and join the Rangers. And from there they discover uh, galactic conspiracies and the need to save the day. It's all very boilerplate. I I think it's
0: very boilerplate. There's there's so little motivation. Like, why does Ratchet want to get off the planet? It's not like it was like, oh, I want to be famous. Like, oh, big, exciting motivation. Yeah. Um, And like when Captain Quirk does his heel turn it's just so like unconvincing like they spend no time giving him the motivation to actually betray everything that exists um, and the, the
1: games they go into that in more detail it's just the fact that he is uh pompous and very stupid and easily manipulated he doesn't want to lose the comforts of his life so he lets his himself be uh, manipulated by powerful people and, and then he eventually kind of redeems himself over the course of the series but but he yes, he is just meant to yeah. be a dumb lunkhead that, and I think a 90 minute movie that's been kind of cheaply
2: assembled doesn't really let us... I yes. Don't in, blame in,
0: 90, 90 minutes is... You oh, know,
2: it's good. It, no, I, I think that's the right length for a lot of movies I think every movie should be 90 I, minutes I, I, think yeah. that, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. think that the time would have saved it, I think that what would have saved it is just better writing because, I think again, so He's in in the original game. What kind of sells it is that you don't meet or see Captain Quark for a while. He is—he's like an icon. He yeah, is repeatedly referenced, and you see posters. You even go to like an obstacle training course that he sponsors, and he—he he is an icon, but you never see him, and so he's this hyped up figure. And so then, when you finally meet him and get betrayed, not long after, yeah. That is when it, it hits a little differently that way um, because you didn't know the guy. You just knew the legend of the guy. Yeah. Whereas here, you meet the guy, and you're like, nobody in their right mind would put this man in charge of literally – I wouldn't put them in charge of babysitting a yard. See, it doesn't
1: help that like he's surrounded by teammates who already think he's kind of an idiot like, and are already sort of rolling their eyes at him because – I think that twist in the game was pretty effective when he turned out to be a villain because he was this so it's like if Superman like before he had met any of the Justice League, it's just this one guy who's perfect and everybody idolizes him. But this time, like, it's clear from the context of this, like, the rest of his team thinks he's an idiot. They don't respect well, him. Well, and
0: he's not overpowered to the point that everyone understands why he's in charge. It's not like something in, like, The Boys, where you have Homelander being the most exceptional superhero. Ratchet is holding his own with this superhero from day one.
1: Well, and that's the thing. They uh, Part of the, like, small joke of the whole series is that Quark's never, like, he doesn't have powers, like, he's just a guy in a suit with a big jaw, but everybody calls him a superhero. But, like, he doesn't
2: actually do anything. He, he's real good at spinning a story. Yes. Um, and, <laughs> and getting maybe not the smartest – he gets enough people to believe that it's true, that the legend percolates and spreads. Um, but in this, it's just very apparent from the outset to everybody around that he sucks – and they, he still has this like cult hero like reverence, but you nothing that is ever touched on in the movie actually lends to that. If anything, it all lends against it. And so yeah. what that what that has is you have this guy who just sucks, uh sucking, and then he does a sucky thing, and you're like, well, yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, I, I think and? this movie does a couple of things that I actually appreciate. So I, I saw this when it first came on Netflix um, back in 2016, you know, because I'm like, oh, I'm a fan. I better check this out. I missed it in theaters. And I thought it was pretty boring. It didn't really connect with me in any way. And then I just didn't think about it until now. I will say I liked it a little more on the second watch, I, I appreciated a little bit more about it. Um, I, I like that they introduced the Galactic Rangers thing here because it gives a little bit of story structure like a lot of movies based on video games tend to fall into the trap of trying to make the the movie feel like the game. And there's a big difference between watching somebody like do a fetch quest and like doing a fetch quest. You know, there's a big difference between controlling it yourself and engaging in that way and watching somebody just wander around looking for a gaw. I think that's why the Silent Hill movie sucks so bad. It's like so much time like, oh, we need to go get the key from room two. I think I saw it underneath that purple tile, you know, like <laughs> things like that. That's not very exciting, and it doesn't really give us much structure. The Galactic Rangers thing allows for that. I think there are a couple of funny moments in here. I think the uh, the vocal performances are all generally pretty strong. I think... Especially our main two guys, which is uh, uh, David Ward and James Arnold Taylor playing Ratchet and Clank. Look. And they, I, I, I don't know, they, those two are like veteran voice actors. They do tons you... of cartoons, tons of movies, uh, uh, tons of video games. And they rarely get the opportunity to lead a major Hollywood movie. And you can tell they're they're leaning into that right. experience. The,
2: you have the only person that maybe could have done a good enough Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> to be obi-wan Kenobi for six to eight years uh in between uh Empire strikes back and uh
0: Jedi obi-wan oh hmm
2: uh, Wait, who are you talking about? Uh, James Arnold Taylor. He in the the Clone Wars animated series. Oh. He's Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay, and I'm he, sitting here like he I've never does, watched that show, but yeah, it's, one, it's a great show. The first season's pretty weak, but they once they start getting freedom, they really go places with it. Okay, um, you can just see Anakin do some more crimes. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, you see a few people do some more crimes, but uh, he does a really solid performance of. Not being Ewan McGregor, but being Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. So it's like, okay, if you compare them directly, you're like, obviously he doesn't have the same voice. But the mannerisms, behavior, you get that feeling.
1: Okay. Um,
0: the Obi-Wan cadence. Yes. Obi-Wan has a certain cadence with the uh, way he talks. Oh, hello
2: there. You can tell that he's thinking it through. He's not just anakin it, which is saying <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind. But, uh, yeah, there's so many great uh, voices in this. Paul G. and Maddie. um, Yeah. I love that dude's voice. Um, And whenever I see him in a movie or whatever, I'm like –
1: Oh, yeah. This cast feels very random, and a lot of them are very small parts. There is a certain sense of like, okay, who's on the Sony lot today? Like, oh, oh John Goodman's nearby. I hey, wish, you want to read two
0: lines? I wish I knew the story behind Sylvester Stallone. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like there must be a story with why he got involved into a Ratchet & Clank movie. Maybe he's like a
1: gamer. He's like really I, into I that just, series. I just
0: don't know. Because like, I I really liked, uh, I do say I, I I like the voice acting. And I did like some Sylvester Stallone's murder bot. Um, And um, it was just like, also, the female characters in this are really badly, like, poorly drawn. Yeah, they're pretty uh, much identical. Yeah. And um, Rosario Dawson's always a really good uh, voice actress. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, I think it's so funny because, like, uh, I actually watched this movie twice in one day because I couldn't pay attention. (laughs) I was like, I was just like, uh, I was like, oh, I'll just do a couple of emails while it's going. Yeah. Fuck, it's over. It slides
1: off the brain a little bit. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And I'm just like, and then I was like, no, I will. Oh, my God, I'm falling asleep. Um, And it was just (laughs) so difficult to stay focused. And I feel like. I've just there's so much expectation on like we know what animation can be like and like with, you know, the entirety of Japan um, mm-hmm. and Pixar and um, how to train your dragons. Like we are like I, I I'm I'm to the age where I don't <laughs> I don't need to watch shitty animation. <laughs> um, and. <Yeah. laughs> Well, and it's so funny because it's like you can tell they have it's you could see the because um, I didn't have didn't play the game in um the first game, uh, so like I didn't have the nostalgia factor. Yeah. But you could tell it was drawn from interesting characters and an interesting premise, uh, and that like there were hints of comedy. Like I really love the surtitles titles underneath the planet descriptions. Oh yeah. Uh, I really liked those, and you could tell that there were like these moments of charming wit. Uh, that I'm just like when uh we were playing. I don't want to I don't know if it's time to transition to the video game. We can do that cuz there's uh, really
1: not a lot to talk about with this movie. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like um it's just uh the video game is so charming straight off the bat. The writing is spectacular even though it follows the premise of the of the movie. It's Thousand times more interesting and a thousand times more charming. It's a
1: really weird thing. They're trying to pull off here Okay Yeah, we should transition to this this video this game that we're talking about today It's just called Ratchet and Clank and it came out the same week in 2016 and this is simultaneously a tie-in to the movie and a remake of the first game which means they're taking a lot of narrative liberties They're not really sticking too closely to one or the
2: other because they're quite different
1: but we're getting a little hint of both, and I think they kind of weave those in pretty expertly.
2: That, that was honestly surprising to me because of the movie being so dramatically different. the The plot of the original game is the very beginning. Same planets are disappearing. Uh, there's no Galactic Rangers. I don't even think they've been formed yet. It's just Captain Quark. Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't even know if he's directly referenced, but Clank crash lands. Uh, Ratchet just lives on his own as a mechanic. He go he sees it. He goes, finds Clank. Clank is like, hey, my databanks show that Captain Quark's the greatest hero. Uh, we need to go find him. Yeah. Ratchet happens to be a Captain Quark fan, also kinda wants to get out of there and he's like, you know what, this is an opportunity to to go do things. He doesn't have this super big drive for fame. Honestly, it seems like his drive is more of just like the action and getting to play with cool things while doing stuff
1: it um, also gives more in it
2: for the adventure than for
1: yeah th- the accolades this is an opportunity i think the movie really missed because with the game you don't really get a lot of build in the relationship between ratchet and clank because clank yes. is essentially part of your body after a while like he sits on your back and he oh, becomes almost a immediately yeah and things like that and so you can't have them split up and bickering you Which know
2: the first thing they do in the movie once they they join the rangers is hey you you're on the science team. You're on the action team. Whatever. Yeah. And they they start. It's like a thing where they make fun of them for working together later on. Right.
1: They split and them up. And like I think the the tension, the narrative tension that you can get here is like, oh, these are two guys from different worlds who don't really get along, and they need to learn how to uh, get a, make it a buddy cop thing. Instead, they're just and immediately
0: buddies. The good old joke of let's not listen to scientists because yes. yeah. you know scientists. Are- like what do they know
2: the the nerd squad
0: and especially (laughs) a scientific woman Oh.
1: In their oh, lab no, coats with could. their beakers and their their uteri. I don't know. <laughs> Can't trust them. Can't trust them. What's the plural of uterus? Uteruses? we. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, just uter
2: you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I
0: don't think you need to pluralize them very often.
2: I think <laughs> um, but yeah, the the games have this like plucky adventure feel to them where Ratchet and Clank are clearly not on... The same page, but they're never really against each other. It's just like I'm c- robot, kind of getting taught how to human. Uh, at one point, there's a Captain Quark. Uh, uh, it's actually in the first level of in the uh, tutorial of the the game of the the new one, where it's Captain Quark, but he's like a spring figure. That's just like sticking up out of the ground, and he just kind of bobbles around in robot voice. Yeah, and Clank is like talking to him like he's a real person around. It's like, hey, bud, you know, you know, he's not real, right? Yeah, <laughs> like he he's kind of poking fun at Clank, but in a very like good natured like yeah. bro kind yeah. of way. Speaking of
0: Captain Cork, uh, I love how the game sets off. Yes, and they establish him as this sort of like villain in this big prison cell getting his uh, getting his temples massaged whilst having cucumbers on his eyes like they instead of like establishing like i thought the because so I, I love villains like yeah. i don't know if our listeners know but i i, I directed <laughs> a show about villains i love bad guys yes. and especially cartoonish bombastic bad guys. And like the establishing of Captain Quark in the game is so brilliant, while the establishing of uh d- Dark Deck Drek 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 Chairman
2: Drek, Drek. 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 Yeah.
0: uh Chairman Dreck in the movie is just so boring. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so boring. Yeah. Um and it's just like uh, like, oof, oof. I mean, <laughs> they also
2: reference the fact that it's uh, they, – they're talking about a game that's about to come out about Ratchet's Adventure that's in saving this thing. It's and great. They're they're he, joking yeah. about it right from the getaway. He jokes it's like, about how it's a, it's a game based on a holovid, based on a game. Yeah. And, and Capricorn's like, that's crazy. Why would anybody do that? Yeah. Anyways <laughs> – and we get characters like that,
1: too. Like, you replay a mission from the original game. A guy helps you out, and then he says, all right, I'll see you next reboot. Yeah, like, yeah. a little, little clever notions like that. That was
2: like the that. surprising thing to me, was after you finish the tutorial, and the tutorial is on Veldin, oh, things are happening, we have to leave Veldin to go try to save the world, um, which uh, you you immediately go to the next planet, I don't Arcadia, maybe, um, and it is the same level from the original game, Very well remade.
1: That's the really cool thing about this game. Like, uh, not only is it a total visual overhaul because we're going from the PS2 to PS4. Uh, it's a complete gameplay overhaul. So they're taking all the things that the series has uh, uh, gained throughout their multiple iterations and implementing them into the story of the first game. So the first game did not allow you to evolve your weapons. Like, your weapons in this game will get EXP. They'll change up to four times, and then on the fifth evolution, they'll turn into an entirely different gun, which is a system that was introduced in two, and it just kind of makes the game. And also an
2: upgrade system as well, which there's I an upgrade think they system. introduced in three or four. Yeah.
1: And I mean, you get uh, you get to the strafing ability, which lets you like aim and shoot while you're walking side to side, which is really really useful. And they just kind of overhaul everything and make it feel fresh and modern. Yeah. Like this does not feel tossed off. It feels like they put more effort into this game than the movie by a wide margin.
2: The the first game was used before anybody knew what the hell to do with the left analog stick yeah. or the D pad. They're like, are these the same thing? Yeah. Do we need this other do thing? Do we? Yeah. Do we just is the is the analog stick just going to be the d-pad but you know you can go around in circles with it as opposed to only having you know eight options the corners whatever I and mean, it's 12 whatever yeah it's more than eight <laughs> um but uh they, and so they were really trying to figure that out in by two and three they kind of got it down and this game definitely benefits a lot from that and also it just looks good um, this game came out in 2016, yeah. right? hmm And, uh, if it came out today, it'd still be pretty, pretty decent, uh, compared to the other things coming out today. Yeah. Um, it's clearly a cartoony game. However, it is a realistic cartoony game. Um, grass is grass. People are people. Well, aliens are aliens. Yeah. Um, everything, everything is cartoony designs, but it's all done in a way where it feels immersive and you don't feel like you're in a cartoon world. It's that like kind of that balance of cartoony and realistic. So you're like, oh, okay. And I mean this I get it. This, this game
1: the gameplay just feels tight as hell. Like it just feels so responsive and so fun. I love the wide variety of weird ass weapons that you get. Like we didn't even get to some of the crazier ones, like Mr. Zircon or the disco ball gun or things like that. Like there is so much wacky stuff in this game. It always keeps things fresh. Uh, they they kind of slowly meet out the weapons to you, so you're not like just getting them all at the beginning and then like getting bored of them. You're always gaining new ones. There's tons of stuff to explore, which I always love. There's tons of stuff to interact with, and the cutscenes are just really charming. Some of the cutscenes in this movie are taken straight from, or in the game are taken straight from the movie, oh, okay, and then others are original to this game but done in the style of the movie and it really kind of draws a disparity of like all right yeah this ps4 game looks much better and then you also the movie does
2: you also have some that are inspired by the original games so like the uh the Bots, whatever yeah yeah the what the, the hollow i think the hollow vids the things that you get that tell you where to go from oh the yeah little planets, tv robot things uh, little yeah tv robots those are all pretty well inspired. For, I think for the most part by the original game yeah. uh, sequences as well. No, and like I so, said, we
1: came to an area on the first planet, and like you've been replaying the original game yes, lately, yes, and. You immediately recognized where you were. You knew that the plumber was at the end of this whole section. I knew the whole map. I was like, all right,
2: well. Also, this game
1: censored the plumber's butt crack, and I'm still upset about
2: that. It is a travesty, and I've never been more sad about a lack of butt crack in my
0: life. A belt and suspenders. To keep that like, butt crack I think that's from a, you. I
1: think that's an intentional joke. Like, I think that's just a quiet little funny joke where they're giving him so many options to keep his pants up. So we know we're never going to see that butt crack. But uh, man, I'm disappointed. Um, but no, the plumber's a great character. It's always fun to run into him. And like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a mission structure where you're going world to world and you have different tasks to complete on each world. But it's always engaging. It's just fast and fun and... Uh, I I was saying off mic like I have a hard time believing we're gonna play many games on the show that are better than this one, stemming from a more mediocre movie. <laughs> like that, the movie isn't even bad. I'm not gonna say so, the movie's bad. I think I it's say, just like, completely it, dull.
0: I think it's dull. I don't think yes. it. I think it's watchable. Like if you have kids and you just need to kill ninety minutes, sure, why not? Like it, yeah,
1: like, if, if you're talking video game based movies, it's probably middle it's of the pack. Very firmly,
2: uh, a movie. <laughs>
0: Well, like, and again, I, just because I do think the characters are really cute, I think the yeah. art is really cute. I think it's watch like, um, is just not something that you should seek out in any way, shape, or form. Like, it's just like you're just wasting. Time yeah. the whole
1: time, I was just thinking, like, I could have spent these last 90 minutes playing mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank for PS4, you know. And like honestly, was, yeah.
2: afterwards, that is what I did, except I started playing the original, okay. Um, because uh, I think we kind of mentioned this a little bit. Steve has played all of them, yes. I stopped playing them after the PlayStation 2. I've never owned a PlayStation 3, 4, or 5. I switched to Xbox after that period, yeah, and uh, we had that and never had the money for both, it was always just one or two the other uh yeah. and so i i went back and was playing the original one and i was like this game's still pretty good yeah um no, still holds but, up. But yeah the and that's the thing of like there's so many things they could have pulled from in the source material for the movie and they the entire everything that they came up with kind of sucked yeah <laughs> um, yeah all the things that were kind of changed were rough
1: um yeah the stuff that works best is the stuff that's making you remember the game yeah yeah. but but yeah i agree that the characters
2: never really
1: developed into anything significant and uh, even in the game which has much less opportunity for character development you get a much better sense of who ratchet is
0: did you all watch the teenage mutant ninja turtle that the director uh, uh
1: Yeah, this, Which yeah one is this? this is the 2007 animated TMNT. We'll be watching it and playing it on this show. Oh,
0: okay. Well, yeah. then maybe we shouldn't talk about it. Um,
1: but, like, I feel very much the same about that movie that I do about this movie, mm-hmm. where it's just kind of like, that is a movie. Oh, it exists. Yeah, it's a movie yeah, it, it It's a a movie solid that... five. It's yeah.
0: so funny. This movie made me want to watch How to Train Your Dragon so much. <laughs> I like,
2: love that movie, yeah. Uh, it's honestly similar kind of... Styles um, in terms of like how cartoony they are. They're not super cartoony, but they are a little cartoony for sure. Um, But yeah, there there was nothing in this movie that you saw and you were like, oh, that was cool. Uh, None of the visuals were particularly impressive. Um, Everything was just very there. And you're like, this was a movie. None of this really stuck out at any point. Um, But the references to the original games were cool. I enjoyed yeah. those. Uh, but that otherwise it's a very.
0: It's yeah. so funny because like family animation is such a interesting gamble because you just like recently of this recording, you've had the Super Mario's, which is like what? Number one film of the year. Yeah, um, it's a massive hit. Yeah, it's, it's a, a dollar massive, dollar massive hit um and um and this sort of like puss in boots at christmas because Mm -hmm. maybe because it's post pandemic there's a lot less animation out at the moment um and the animation that is hitting um is i have to say is generally pretty decent quality uh and they're making Mint, yeah, like mint. Oh yeah, no, they're, uh, they're rolling. They in made it. three this, different Pinocchio movies. I think <laughs> I, I think I read that this year that the Ratchet and Clank came out, um, Jungle Book came out, yeah. uh, which was printing money.
1: I think. Uh... <laughs> Moana and Coco also came out this year. Like if you wanted to see the disparity in like animation styles, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a movie that could have looked much better.
2: Yeah. It's a movie that it's a movie that could have looked much better with writing and a plot that could have been better as well. And it, it just really leaves you there. Right. I
1: I get the sense I feel like this would be maybe more fun as like a streaming series or something and like maybe age it down make it aim, aim it for little kids and give them
2: that like I feel or like that would be popular
1: yeah age it up and make it more interesting yeah. yeah
2: yeah because I mean ultimately the the target the general target audience for the original games was teenagers right young adults in that range of like it's kind of sophomoreic humor there's nothing notably inappropriate. Um, and they don't go too hard on the sophomore cumic either humor uh, a little sarcastic too um, and uh, they could have done that with this movie yeah. but this movie definitely felt like it had the kid gloves on um, Yeah, like they were just like oh the planets are disappearing not yeah. like millions of people are getting <laughs> killed across the galaxy <laughs> and they um, say it like that too <laughs> Uh yeah, it's yeah so so weird. It's such an interesting movie to make.
1: Well, I mean I feel like we may be at the ranking portion of this episode. So uh let's let's say uh what we think about Ratchet and Clank. Do we think this is a good movie good game a bad movie bad game or somewhere in between uh Bam, why don't we start with you
2: i like how we've had to put somewhere in between because i've never been able to go to an extreme on any of them <laughs> uh, I, know. I don't
0: have problems with extremes um, no no i'll go there uh i would say it's a mediocre movie because i don't <laughs> think it's bad like i really don't think it's bad bad yeah. like honest like
1: it's a soft bad for me yeah yeah,
0: i just think it's mediocre um and i think it's like it's clearly an excellent game like top-notch game um and i (laughs) like you know how i have problems uh Jumping, I had no yes. problems jumping. Well, that's not. Wow, you yeah, had problems. You had problems
2: <laughs> doing other things, while I'll jumping jump, or yes. around jumping.
0: But, but I you did all
2: the jumps correctly. Yes, yeah. you nailed
0: the jumps. Yeah. I nailed. You got I got pretty
2: good at that swing shot. Today, I, yeah. I,
0: I, well, if I, well, I just, uh, yeah. Um. I, I will
2: say <laughs> the the combat is a little interesting. There's still just like some room for improvement it's not bad yeah it's still pretty decent but it gets better
1: uh, as your guns get stronger that, i will that say that the like case. they started moving faster and you can upgrade them they'll start moving faster there the weapons are a little intentionally clunky at the beginning
2: the yeah it the the weapons feel a little bit clunky in even the original game in this game you have it too where if you have the weapon aimed almost entirely at an enemy it like highlights them and then it'll kind of shoot Mm. to them instead of exactly where you're pointing right Uh, a little bit of aim assist and uh i feel like this game needed a little bit more of that yeah a little Um, bit it's a little imprecise to shoot you end up missing a lot and if you only have 40 bullets in your gun that's uh that's rough yeah um
0: yeah, but you didn't yeah. die once. I mean, I, unless you threw yourself off a cliff. I think so. I feel like the difficulty level, like. yeah, I feel like the difficulty level actually isn't that.
2: We were playing on normal. There yeah. is a harder difficulty level, which probably would have made things a little easier. Well, And, and I, think, I think I did die once, I, but it was a careless. Day.
0: I also had issues with the aiming because, like, I'm used right. to sort of the Bethesda style of, first like, person. aiming, first person shooting, and, like, aiming whilst being. Being like in third person is very difficult for me. I'm like, I was like, (laughs) it's a new dynamic.
2: There's two general philosophies for third person combat like that. And it's either it's usually what games end up doing, especially games that have a lot of guns. They're going to do over the shoulder. So it's zoomed in a little closer and a little more off to like the head, between the head and the shoulder, and then back a bit, like Gears of War and other games like that. And that way, you're following the, your actual aiming reticule more often. Whereas in Ratchet and Clank, it's kind of a free camera. You can force the camera to be the direction that you're looking and aim that way, but it is, it is an awkward uh, so is this control so style. Now? Ooh, yeah. I, I still thought it was a good game. I, I was thoroughly enjoying it. We played through the f- I, uh, the first two levels and then half of the third level. The I third mean, level starts off with a spaceship sequence that, honestly, I've played much better uh, flying sequences in games, but it was okay. But it's meant it, to be
1: more of a mini-game than it, like a it fully was developed... More of a, it was yeah. definitely one
2: of those things of where they're like, here's this important thing that we either want to or have to take from the movie. Uh, And we don't want it to be a cutscene. That just feels wrong. Um, So we'll put you in control of your ship. I I think that the earlier games had better flying combat than this uh, sequence did. Yeah. But otherwise, the game was fun, enjoyable, a lot of the same Ratchet and Clank charm. Um, The guns were weird and interesting, which is exactly how they should be. All very disparate. It's not like playing Call of Duty where you have 45 assault rifles you you have a, a grenade glove you have a, or bomb glove technically you have a little the combustor which is just like a little uh not quite machine gun but almost machine gun um a flamethrower stuff like that um but yeah it was fun uh you beat stuff up collect bolts yeah, yeah. i i think that the so
0: good game
2: a uh, good game a movie Good You're saying good, or he's saying good, no, no, good. Good game and movie, and in movie. the sense that <laughs> you, gotta, you have, have to have an adjective. You have an adjective.
0: There's got to be an adjective. Good game and, and then, existing
2: movie,
1: and then heavy pause movie. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah okay. No, All it's right. sorry. So yeah, it's, I, I didn't in my head. That's what I was intending to do. But I said it too fast. the The movie <laughs> exists. It's mediocre for sure. Um, only watch it if you really, really want to um, watch the Ratchet and Clank movie.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm in the same boat. I absolutely love this game. I immediately wanted I I you know, we were having a hard time putting it down, which I think is always like I've also never played we're a PlayStation, so, PlayStation We're having
0: so much fun. That I, was like, I was like I was like I was like I could take the controller back and we could just play for the next couple of hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's such a charming it, game. Not
1: not since Gotcha have we been so <laughs> gotched by a game. Yeah, uh, in
2: And I I just mentioned, and I mentioned it before, I, I maybe have played a PlayStation 4 once. I've never even seen a PlayStation 5 in person other than here. Um, and so playing That's on a the weird PlayStation brag. Five controller—that's a weird brag. You're uh, like. No, no, it's, <laughs> it, it's just that it was it was I, weird to play on the controller because it's a little different. I've been on using Xbox controllers. Forever. I
1: kind of want to show you guys um, the the newest game that just came out for the PS Five for Ratchet Clank. It is the best the looking thing. game I've ever seen. Playing yeah. this game, I was what's it called? This one's called Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. R I F T. And it's uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's really
2: gorgeous. It's a lot of fun. Too. And playing this was just like, how do I? How do I play all of these? Now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they're pretty I, accessible. If I you have can a, emulate yeah. the originals and uh, going up, maybe even to the PlayStation Three. But I don't know if they have emulators available for 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 the four and five. No, and I don't no. know if I want to buy a PlayStation Five. I mean, I uh, I love mine, this. but they are a little. Uh, oh. Yeah. The
0: thing about the so like um, so my flatmate has a PlayStation Four, and he's had it for. What ten years, yeah. and it is still like we're still downloading games. We're like they've got such a, it's such an investment. Like you, like the, it's not like the Xbox. Yeah, because like everyone's got a fucking excuse my language Red Ring of Death from their yeah. Xbox at one stage or another. Uh, a PS like a PS4, PS5 is like it's not going in my personal opinion, and maybe one day I'll be proved wrong, it's something that'll last you 10 years as I, opposed to an they, Xbox. I, I've last. actually, yeah, yeah
2: I, I actually, I have an Xbox One, uh, which I only, I use very sparingly. Yeah. Um, and I actually traded in my Xbox 360, still functional for it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I've, I've had it since 2014.
0: Yep. Well, you're luckier so than most. The, or maybe I'm just bitter. The, I'm just, the, no, i
1: 360 broke twice. The original
2: yeah. uh, chipset design of the Xbox 360 had an overheating issue. Yeah. And they fixed it with the Jasper chipset in the Xbox 360 arcade models, I think, which I had. Okay. And so those ones didn't have the issue. And then they it was i think a late revision of the arcade models and then they also made the pro or whatever which was just the black one that looked a lot more like an xbox one um and then the xbox ones to my knowledge have been reasonably reliable yeah they seem to be Um, yeah no issues and then yeah i've i've had mine since forever um but i i usually play pc so i don't use it all that often but yeah it's if i didn't have an xbox one and a pretty solid computer uh i would consider buying a playstation 5 but
1: you know i if, I, if you i, I will love say, it just because i like having this weird like monolith in my house that like and, speaks to me and tells me to kill <laughs> <know>? we've, <laughs> yeah. we've discussed it
0: a little something bit here something straight out of 2001 uh, <laughs> a space odyssey
2: yeah. <laughs> But the the PlayStation Five and Sony does have a lot of the studios that are known for good single player experiences. Well, and they have the exclusives, the yeah, exclusive experiences yeah. like Spider Man and The Last of Us. They, yeah, it, I think The Last of Us is just now getting a remastered PC release. Yeah, and it did not go well. Um, and so if if that's what you want, absolutely go for it because there's. So many good titles that you can just play on your own, um, as well as stuff that you can play with other people. But the I think the PlayStation 5 des- definitely has a lot of very solid, reasonably long single player
0: games and what, what's your rating
1: yeah yeah we I'm, off topic. I'm I am going uh, great game okay movie yeah I mean I'm, I'm already uh, you, modifying our own you, system but yeah
0: I, and your all-time greatest game that we've reviewed so far
1: far and away so far this is the best game we've played and I, I am curious this is better s- than Wayne Wayne's World
0: somehow I, I find this, is this
1: better than gotcha somehow this is better than gotcha I mean granted I played gotcha way more uh, <laughs> and I think there's better character development in gotcha of course Who's but the, uh, What's the last one we thought? Oh, yeah. Dracula. Oh, oh, we my had vertigo God. last, I pressed, yeah. I repressed yeah. vertigo. No, Drac- um, Dracula. I'll play Dracula that all day our, compared yeah. to vertigo.
2: Um, wait, yeah. no, Dracula was there, That's it was right. there, that was one, that one was there. there it was all um, right compared to <laughs> you're right well, for
1: uh for folks who maybe have just started listening where i for for us when we're recording this this is like the first time we've recorded since the podcast has gone live so hello to everybody out there I can also say now that we have an email. You can contact us at if you have any letters or questions or comments. That's cinema arcade Podcast at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram, and that's cinemarcade_podcast underscore podcast. At, uh, that's not at gmail.com. That's at Instagram. Uh, and so you can follow us at either of those places for updates on the show. Send us letters. Send us uh, corrections, revisions, whatever you got to send us. Send
2: it along. We love hearing yeah, from you. Yeah, my memory's not the greatest. So yeah. <laughs> there's, I probably, there's probably a few things you can correct me on. Um, but then also, I, if you have uh, solid uh, move, games that were made by – movies that inspired games – yeah, uh, Games let us know. Movies. We yeah. have a large list, but it's, and, I'm uh, sure it's
1: not in. Uh, it's not entirely complete. It's one. Yeah. It's probably
2: not entirely uh, complete. And if people want to see a particular one, then we can maybe bump that up a little bit. Instead Absolutely. Of, if it's currently at position 250, uh, maybe we could put it at like. Thirty we might get or excited. fifteen? We might don't get excited. We, what episode is this? Eight? This is seven or eight? Yeah, somewhere <laughs> oh, around there. Yeah, Nine, yeah. ten,
0: non-committal. Six, non-committal number. Non-committal. Number. Yeah. Vaguely,
2: it's it's vaguely seven.
1: I remember. It's uh yeah, it's seven. It's seven. oh okay. Yeah, there we go. There we go. It's seven. Um, but <laughs> next week is going to be exciting because so yeah. uh, back in back in the first episode we mentioned that when we encounter multiple games based on multiple movies like that are in a series, we're going to do a little mini-series and keep them both together, or keep them all together. So we are coming to our first mini-series. It's going to be a short one, only two movies, but we are going to be playing, starting next week, we're going to be talking about 1984's Gremlins. (gasps) With the Atari game that corresponds to it. Following that, we are going to be talking about 1990's Gremlins 2, the new batch, and the NES game that came with that, so the next two weeks are going to be all gremlins. So everybody listening, do not eat after midnight. Okay, stay out of direct sunlight, and for the love of God, do not get wet because we need you here to listen to those episodes. I'm excited to get oh, into. Oh, I'm
0: them. so this excited! This, this I love I gremlins.
2: It. I've never seen the.
0: Oh, you are so in you for are, a treat. You are about
1: to have a great couple of weeks because both of these movies are fantastic. And uh, at least one of these games is very good. I've never played one of them, but one of these games is very good, in my opinion. That's a spoiler. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
2: He's he's trying to sway our opinions. Or... this is a ruse and it's terrible it's all a ruse it's (laughs) et (laughs) 2.0 i'm ambushing you yeah so this is the part of gremlins where you need to climb out of the hole yeah Yeah. you mentioned one came out on the atari so that scares me that's the one that scares me too i don't know if that one's any good but we
1: will find out so thank you everybody for listening uh we we tip our wrench in your direction thank you so much we will see you next time with gremlins bye everybody
2: bye